what's going on family what's going on family what's going on it's another episode of beyond the ball and we're live today we're talking about how can student athletes ultimately prepare themselves for name image and likeness all right so we're going to get ready to dive in today so share this with a friend share this with a teammate share this with a coach wherever you are because i want to make sure that you all are positioned to really thrive and to really win as we get ready for name image and likeness let's get into this episode welcome to beyond the ball podcast Here we go. Here we go. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, ballers? And welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Ball podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Jones. And as I shared with you all just a little bit earlier today, I want to focus on how can we really help our student athletes truly succeed beyond their degree? Right. And the reason I say that is because when it comes to getting positioned and it comes to being in place to really thrive for name, image and likeness. Hello, Instagram. Hello, YouTube. I think this is a conversation that has been there's, there's been a lot of speculation leading up to it. Right. A lot of speculation, a lot of what ifs, a lot of we could do this. We could do that. So I just want to bring a little bit of clarity to the situation. And I want to make sure that we're all on the same page um, before we even really dive in. So understanding that it's been, I'm not sure how many years up until the point into this date to where student athletes have been constantly showing up, uh, putting in hours for practice, putting in hours for games and time after time after time, um, student athletes and primarily this has been around division one sports, but primarily after their time is done with that institution, they look back and then they say, well, wait a minute. They charge for tickets to get into the games. They charge people for jerseys. They charge for concession stands. Um, they, they sell TV contracts. But then the question, the question begins to be, well, how much of this money is actually pocketed for the student athlete? How much of that money are they getting in exchange for, you know, the work that they've put in? How much are they having to show for after their time is up competing at this particular institution or at that particular institution? So with, with these things being understood, I want to break down today just how student athletes can be positioned to really thrive um, in this NIL era. As we know that July 1st is the day that, you know, that that's been going around. July 1st is the day that that um, some legislation is supposed to be dropping. July 1st is the day that there's supposed to be some clarity. July 1st is the day. So understanding that, I want to just bring some um, awareness. And uh, if you all are on YouTube and you're watching the video, please feel free to comment in, in the comment section because I would love to hear your thoughts as we're about to dive into this conversation. And please share this with the teammate, um, share this with the coach, share this with a colleague, because I think this is going to help bring some clarity for the conversation today. So when we talk about NIL, Okay, NIL refers to a person's name, image, and likeness, right? NIL. And in the debate over college athletes' compensation, NIL rules, 
It's that guy's athlete's ability to profit off of their popularity and personal brands, right? So we've seen a lot of student athletes who a lot of times we see them on TV, right? And these can be um, the women athletes who I know got a lot of notoriety here in the past March Madness. Not a lot of notoriety, but um, there was a lot of attention around uh, the women that were competing in March Madness and they got more attention than the men. They were like, hey, look, hey, we can help drive some attention as well. So we need to begin to pay attention to both sides of the coin. All right. So this talks about the student athletes ability to profit off of their popularity as well as their personal brand. Right. So this is them outside of the University of blank. This is I'll use myself an example. This is Jonathan Jones's brand, not the University of Texas or the University of Wisconsin or, you know, whatever school that we want to mention. But let, let's go down here and get, get a little bit more clarity. But under the current NCAA rules, it says that college athletes cannot endorse products or services, even if they are not paid to do so. So they can't even come out and say, oh, my goodness, I love Beats headphones because I love the way that they sound in my ears before the game. They can't come out and endorse products. Right. And then the other side of that is athletes cannot receive payments through similar opportunities that capitalize on their fame. OK, so that's the first part of what is NIL. Then just a little bit more. The new legislation, the new legislation around NIL. All right. This will allow athletes to profit off of their names through such avenues as social media posts, right? Through such avenues as appearances, sponsorships, autograph sales, private trainings and camps. These are things that student athletes have not been able to benefit from over the past existence of college sports. So understanding that now there's an opportunity for them to be able to benefit so that now if there's a student athlete who competes for two years, three years, four years after their time is up, that now they potentially can have something to show for it. OK, by way of, like I said, social media posts, appearances, sponsorship, autographs, endorsements, camps. And then athletes could even be paid by local or national businesses in exchange for their promotion. All right. Because of the fact that a lot of athletes out here, um, like some star football players, star basketball players, even some some gymnasts, right? Softball players. These are athletes that have loyal followings. These are athletes who could be positioned as ambassadors because based on the attention that they're getting in, in the hype of the world's uh, the softball World Series, in the hype of the baseball World Series, March Madness, we begin to think about all these competitions and everything that's taking place and all the eyes that are getting put on these young men and young women. But then they're saying, no, you couldn't benefit. But now this is the time and the opportunity where student athletes potentially can benefit. But once again, not yet, not yet. We have to make sure we have to make sure that leading up to July 1, and I want to show you all this. Right. So right here. In six states, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas and New Mexico, these laws are set to go in effect July 1. OK, so 
a couple days out, these laws are set to go into effect. And just as I talked a little bit earlier about how they can monetize off social media posting, let, let, let's take a look at this. Blake Warren, Blake Lawrence, the CEO and co-founder of Open Doors, told Yahoo Sports last year that Trevor Lawrence, okay, I believe he currently got drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, but Trevor Lawrence could have made an estimated $16,000 per Instagram post and $1,000 per Twitter post. Let's think about that for a second. $16,000. With two of those posts for $16,000, that would be generating more revenue than a large part of America. With one post, that's generating more revenue than a lot of other individuals in different countries throughout the world. $16,000 from an Instagram post. Yikes. Okay. So just thinking about that. And then also something else that ESPN went on to share. ESPN gathered insight from experts and found that star athletes could make upwards of $1 million through social media. So we're talking Instagram, we're, we're talking Twitter, we're talking Snapchat, TikTok, and then we'll even throw YouTube in there. But really think about that for a second, that if the opportunity to generate upwards of a million dollars, okay, we have to make sure that, that we're realistic, though, with, with these expectations, okay, because all college athletes are not going to make a million dollars through name, image, and likeness. Like that's just, like that, that, that just is what it is. And understand that all college athletes are not gonna garner that. I wanna share this other one with you all. It says, how much money can college athletes make? How much money will college athletes make? It all depends, it all depends on the vast majority Right. It all depends on the vast majority of their popularity of their sport. It all depends on how much notoriety they have. It all depends on what sport they're playing. So as, as we think about these things, I, I want to make sure that you all get some some tangible takeaways today. And by the time we finish up having this conversation, I want to make sure that you walk away more educated than you were than you came into this episode. All right. Okay, so understanding that right there, how much money will college athletes make? The vast majority of college athletes are not on track to become millionaires. That that's just that's just the vast majority. And understanding that right here, athletes in non-revenue sports, they can make anywhere between 1 to 3,000, okay, from their social media channels. So on the high end, we're looking at somebody who can make upwards of a million, right, through social media posting and different things like that. But that's not going to be everybody. I heard it said before that the individuals who are going to get the bigger deals, the bigger contracts, the bigger endorsements, those are going to be people who are going to get that money eventually anyway. If it be the NFL, the NBA, whatever it might be, whatever endorsements it could be down the line. So let's just be realistic in what we're telling our young student athletes, because everybody is not going to be privy to those things. But at the same time. We can't forget about the Olympic athletes who could also earn hundreds of thousands of dollars through commercials, 
apparel, apparel deals and things like that. Going back to once again, athletes name, image and likeness value will depend on the extent of their popularity and the size of their market. OK, the size of their market. So you might say, well, John, if that's the case, what can I do right now? What can I do right now? OK, so now I'm going to show you this other stat and then we're going to I'm going to dive in and give you all some tangible takeaways. If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, I would encourage you to subscribe at youtube.com forward slash Jonathan Jones speaks. How have schools responded? OK, how have schools responded? Many athletic departments and officials have publicly supported the shift towards allowing athletes to receive compensation through NIL but also have echoed concerns that the NCAA and and reinforced the need for a national standard and federal legislation. Gonzaga head coach Mark Few said that granting athletes the ability to profit off of their fame absolutely needs to happen right now. Okay, Coach Mark Few, we see you. But then he also said, but we do need to put some parameters in place to preserve the collegiate model and protect the recruiting environment. Without these parameters, the unintended consequences could be disastrous. Mark Few, what are you talking about? Well, one thing that we can't we can't negate is the aspect that if college athletes are beginning to get paid, then it's going to start happening sooner and sooner and sooner for high school athletes as well. Because if I'm at a college and I offer you the opportunity, I say, hey, Sally, if you come to blank university, we'll be able to set you up to where now you'll be positioned to generate X amount of dollars. We can show you what this young lady on the team made last year. We can show you what that young lady on the team made last year. So now if you're giving this type of information, now you're also beginning to lean in to using that as a recruiting advantage. So then the schools that have been the powerhouses, they're going to continue to be the powerhouses because they'll be able to use that as leverage, right? So understanding that, I'm going to give you all some tangible takeaways. If you have not heard the episode that I had with Anthony Johnson, he's an agent, he's a, he's a FIBA agent. And um, one thing that I would say is really great about Anthony is Anthony is really educated in his craft. Anthony came on and he made some great suggestions for what student athletes can do, how they can get positioned for name, image, and likeness. And a few of these points I actually got from Anthony. So I want to give Anthony his credit. But as a student athlete, you might be saying, John, what can I do right now? What should I do right now? How can I position myself right now? If you don't have a pencil or you don't have a paper, grab one right now. Grab one right now. Grab one right now. Because I think this is going to be helpful. The first thing that you should do, you should buy your own domain name. If your name is Jonathan Jones, then you should buy the domain name jonathanjones.com. Maybe uh, if it's taken, you can put the real jonathanjones.com, right? You want to buy things around your name, image, and likeness because having a domain name doesn't mean you have to use it right now, but when name, image, and likeness legislation drops, now you have the ability to begin to market products at your domain name. 
you might want to buy a domain name that's the same as your Instagram handle, as your Twitter handle. I would suggest to create uniformity, okay? You want to be able to create uniformity. Don, why do I want to create uniformity? You want to create uniformity because having uniformity now will say if somebody Googles you, they're going to see your website. If they Google your Instagram, they'll see that next. For instance, for me, on Twitter, I'm Jonathan J Speaks. On Instagram, I'm Jonathan Jones Speaks. On YouTube, Jonathan Jones Speaks. LinkedIn, Jonathan Jones Speaks. You go to my website, which is what? JonathanJonesSpeaks.com. When we create uniformity, it makes it easier for people to find us. And the easier it is for people to find you, makes it the easiest for them to spend money with you. Okay. So the first one I said, you want to buy your own domain name, right? What your government name is, I would say buy that domain name if it's available. All right. The second thing is we want to create uniformity. So whatever our Instagram is, our Twitter is, our Snapchat, we want to create it all down the line. For me, John, I'm Jonathan Jones Speaks on every platform except for Twitter because they said it was too long. On TikTok, Jonathan Jones Speaks. The next thing we want to do is we want to buy our own logo. You want to buy your own logo. John, why do I want to buy my own logo? You want to buy your own logo so after your time is up at said university, if you decide to transfer from this university or that university, now you're in position to where they can't say, oh, no, we created that logo for John. We created that logo for Rhonda. So we're going to need that logo back. And then if you started branding around this logo, you started branding around these colors. Now you have to start all over. If you buy your own logo and you buy your own domain name and nobody else buys those for you, now you won't have to worry about cutting through the red tape and doing things like that. It won't be a hassle because you already have access to it because it's yours. All right. The third thing you want to begin to focus on developing your brand. Develop your brand. Sit down for a second and think. What are three things that you have an interest in? What, what are three things that you have an interest in? Right. You might have an interest in old fashioned cars. You might have an interest in eating protein bars. You might have an interest in natural hair. And uh, my my good family friend, he made these. It's called New Dread. This I, I had hair. but I just cut my hair off. But I would take this and I would twist it like this in my head and then it would twist my hair up. So imagine that if I was passionate about natural hair and then name, image and likeness legislation drop, I could reach out to Mr. Bruce over at New Dread and say, hey, Bruce, I would love to see how I can be a brand ambassador for you. I would love to see how we can put together a partnership. That way, every time I use that product, every time I'm seeing in pictures with that product, I'm getting a cut. OK, so you want to focus on developing your brand by identifying three areas that you're passionate about. What are three things you enjoy doing? Maybe you enjoy reading books. Maybe you get partnered up with uh, 
I don't want to say a drop shipping site, but maybe you get partnered up and you began to be a brand ambassador for a book subscription service because you're really advocating for reading to the youth. You're advocating for reading as a whole. Something to think about, something to think about. And then lastly, developing your brand can look like, like I said, the protein bars or protein shakes. You, if you know that every day, your everyday, ro- ro- every day, your everyday routine is waking up and then you take a drink of this protein drink, you eat this particular snack, you can see how potentially you could get a deal with them. You can explore what that could look like. All right. So first I said, you want to buy your own domain name so you have complete ownership, complete control. And just because you have it doesn't mean you have to use it right now. You can go to GoDaddy.com and buy a domain name for about $12, okay? Because I bought one yesterday. GoDaddy.com and you can buy a domain name. Or you can even go and buy your own logo. You can go to Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Fiverr.com and you can get you a logo for somewhere around 25 to 50 bucks. But I would encourage you to get a logo that's your initials, right? Or that's a that's a initial for you. Because that way your name is not going to change unless you legally decide to change your name. But more than likely, it's not going to change. And then the other point I said is we want to focus on developing our brand, right? By creating uniformity in our social media, creating uniformity with our website. And then the last thing I want to just encourage you all to do is I actually have two more, two more, two more. OK, I want you to continue to educate yourself. OK, continue to educate yourself. What does that look like? It looks like listening to podcast conversations, interviews and even allowing compliance to be your new best friend. Okay, compliance are the people who have the information who can help you and really bring things full circle around name, image and likeness, what that's going to look like, what it's going to require of you, what you won't be able to do and utilize um, with with that. Okay, so that that would be one screen that that I would say there. And then the other aspect that I would say also is just like I was talking about a little bit before, just like I was talking about a little bit before. When it comes to focusing on going next level, get things in place, but don't sell them just yet. Okay. Begin to get things in place. Do not sell them just yet. Uh, I've been seeing some student athletes on Instagram. I've been seeing their icons and things like that changing on their pages. I've seen them put up logos with their initial I've seen them making little announcements, making announcements and making posts saying, hey, July 1st, shop with us July 1st. Not yet, but July 1st. So let's say that you decided to do a T-shirt brand, right? You want to at least buy the domain name. okay? buy the domain name and then go and get your logo and then maybe have one shirt printed right or maybe even just create a mock just get somebody to make you a mock-up to where you're not now not really paying any money you can get a friend to help you create a mock-up and you can post that on your social media 
say, hey, I'm just looking at some designs. What do you all think about this? Getting some feedback from people. And if some people say, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Then make a note of the people who said that they like the design. They like the style. They like these different things. And then when name, image and likeness comes around, then you can start doing pre-orders on that merch if you decide to do merch. But through it all, I want you all to be encouraged. And I want you all to really remember that developing a brand and building your brand, it can start now in college. It can start now in high school. However, it's going to be an ongoing process. I've had my brand up until this point for about six years now. And I've made many tweaks, many changes, different websites, different areas that I've been operating within my business. So don't get discouraged. Right. If you do a launch and you sell two shirts, don't get discouraged. Continue to build, continue to get the feedback, continue to make the tweaks. But also allow your personality to shine through. Allow your personality to shine through, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of it all, it's not all about money. Yes, name, image, and likeness is about generating some revenue. But if you have a strong brand and you have a solid foundation, you'll be able to generate way more than whatever amount is in your head for now. So my student athletes, I want you all, if you have not, make sure you subscribe. YouTube.com forward slash Jonathan Jones speaks to the Beyond the Ball podcast. All right. Subscribe because I'm here for you. I'm advocating for you. I'm bringing the topics that you all have said you wanted me to cover. All right. I'm diving in and bringing insight for what I feel would be beneficial based on you all's recommendations. So be encouraged. All right. Be encouraged. And once again, I'm going to hit these quick points. I want you all to, to do the following. If you have not done it already, I want you to buy your own domain name. OK, buy your own domain name. That's the first one. The second one is I want you to buy your own logo, your own logo. All right. The school's not buying it. I want you to buy your own logo. Got that? Continue to focus on developing your own personal brand. Focus on developing your own personal brand. OK, why do we focus developing our own personal brand? Because as our brand grows, as our exposure grows, Everything else will grow as well. So will the bag that you can demand. All right. Then we want to create uniformity. Like I told you all, I'm Jonathan Jones speaks on every platform except for Twitter because they said my name's too long. I'm Jonathan J speaks there. So create uniformity where you can. Right. First name, last name, first name, last name. Just put them together or your last name and then your first name. Put it together by that website domain. Continue to educate yourself on the conversation around name, image, and likeness. And last but certainly not least, get things in place, but don't sell them. Not yet. Not until name, image, and likeness legislation drops. Okay? You got that, family? All right. All right. And I want to shout out Hannah Barber, okay, from the University of Alabama's women's basketball team. Shout out to Hannah Barbara, she's the one who gave me the inspiration for this episode topic. So definitely want to shout her out. Give her those kudos. Give her those flowers. 
And if you all listening have an episode idea or an episode topic that you would like for me to cover, shoot me a DM to at Beyond the Ball Podcast, at Beyond the Ball Podcast. I'll make sure to shout you out and I'll make sure to dive into that topic as long as it applies to service and supporting our student athletes, helping them succeed beyond their degree. Family, we're going to get out of here. I'm Jonathan Jones, and this is Beyond the Ball, where we help you succeed beyond your degree.